Live, uh, and to clarify, it's the Friday 11th of December. <laughs> it's not the show from two weeks ago anymore. So we're going to jump to our first the song this morning, and then uh, we'll cut to uh, we'll come back with James Worth on the other side. Uh, all that and more on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Back live here in the studios at Sin. Thin Lizzy, the boys are back in town on the sports desk on your Friday morning. It's fantastic to be here, uh, back in the studio since the first time since, I think, March, James. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's uh, it's good for you to be back in the studio. Yeah, it's not good for <laughs> I was about the, uh, to say, one of us is in here. stuff up their times, but that's all good. Uh, at least At least one of us is in the studio, eh? Yes, uh, we'll be plenty warm for our last show next week. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy to think, yeah, we've been going all year. Um, and finally, for the last two shows of the year, we're back <laughs> in studio. Doing the show live. Um, so if you want to... Um, our Twitter, I think, is Sports Desk Sin. It's been a while uh, since we interacted with some live tweets. So if you're listening along today, are live right now in your cars or around Melbourne, as Melbourne uh, is out and about joining um, some freedom some increased freedom that we've ha- haven't had in a while. So a at Sin Sports Desk on Twitter if you want to interact with the show. But we're going to get to the latest in sport news. Uh, and starting off uh, with a bit of relief of the AFL news uh, coming in yesterday. Uh, the AFL has announced that matches will revert back to the normal quarter length of 20 minutes plus time on next season. Quarter time and three-quarter time uh, will be six minutes, uh, half-time, 20 minutes, and time after the goal is 50 seconds. So, yeah, just clarifying, 20-minute 20, 20 quarters plus time on, which is, uh, I think we can all agree, we wanted that to be back to normal, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it was a big talking point that everyone was worried about, um, you know, saying, oh, are they going to keep it? What are they? Was it, was it 16 minutes this year? 16, and uh, yeah. a few players were arguing for 18 minutes to kind of bridge the middle, but I think just, just go back to what it was. Um, back to normal next year. Yeah. Just keep it that way. The the only reason in the first place they changed it wasn't anything to do with the, the gameplay itself or the trends of the game. It was just mainly to keep players fit with the amount of games that were going to be stacked on, on top of each other in compressed formats. Now, I know they yeah. are doing that next season, uh, they're having like a floating fixture, which is, I'm pretty sure has come out today. I think they've announced the first round. Uh, I, I know, of course, Carlton Richmond will be the first game of the season. I know that much. Um, of course. 
but uh, yeah, it, it's exciting, uh, and that's one kind of relief that we can go through that. And then, so the breaks. I know there was discussion early in the year last year as well about the breaks changing. So yeah, quarter time and three quarter time, um, six minutes. Half time twenty minutes and time after goals fifty seconds. Which I, is it only about fifty seconds anyway? I thought that was about yeah, what it was anyway. So yeah, that's all right. new there. Uh, next to news in the cricket world, Boxing Day tests will now get to get a thirty thousand strong crowd after Health Authority approved uh, the increased MCG patron limit yesterday. The previous capacity for the test match between Australia and India had been set to 25,000 spectators a day, a quarter of the MCG's total capacity. Victorian Sport Minister Martin Pakola made the announcement on Twitter. Melbourne is the home of the Australia's biggest and most loved sporting events, and it's fantastic that we can uh, be able to welcome 30,000 fans to the MCG on each day of the Boxing Day tests. He said it's a testament to the hard work of all Victorians for fighting the virus. So that's good. Increased crowd. Um, will you be going to the Boxing Day, James? Oh, well, if I can get tickets. Tickets go on sale at 3pm today. Um, and, of course, as every single time I try and get something, I'm always working. So, that's going to suck. But, um, hopefully, one of uh, the boys can come in clutch and get us some tickets. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shout out to the boys. Also in the news, the Big Bash uh, has returned for the 10th edition of the competition. Round one kicked off last night with the Hobart Hurricanes defeating the Sydney Sixers by 16 runs at Blundstone Arena. It continues tonight with the Melbourne Stars facing the Brisbane Heat uh, at 17 from Monica Oval. We'll get into a little more uh, cricket soon. But did you see that match up yesterday? I didn't watch it because uh, I was. Oh, I I did watch it a little bit. I was at um I was at cricket training. Funnily enough, it was the first session back for a few of us. So, um, you know, we wanted to train a little extra harder. Um, so we didn't really watch it a lot. But by the looks of it, um, the Canes won. Um, you know, just uh, they put up Sydney put up a good, a good fight. But you know, fell sixteen runs short. Even though they were only six down. Um. You know, we had uh, James Vince making 67, Jack Edwards uh, with 47. Um, I was uh, actually, I was disappointed to see, yeah, uh, James Faulkner only gets six. I was expecting him to get a bit more um, out for Hobart. But Tim David, 58. Uh, Colin Ingram uh, with 55 after both openers went out in the space of three balls, uh, which wasn't too good for Darcy Short's uh, short. Um, short game in terms of 2020, um, but yeah, look, it's it's a win for the Canes, and they'll go on to next week. Um, very keen to continue their run of form. Great. Uh, also, the AFLW has abandoned its controversial conference system uh, in a favour of a single ladder for the 2021 season. Uh, while matches will be ticketed for the first time in the com- competition's short history. Uh, instead, all 14 teams will now be placed on a single ladder with the top six teams qualifying for a three-week final series. The grand final is scheduled for the second weekend of April, which I think is as good. It was a bit messy, that conference system. It was creating a lot of dilemma, and I think I'm um, glad they're reverting it back to a uh, kind of normal fixture to kind of match along. More, look yeah. more like the men's game. Exactly in, right. In the competitive format. Uh, and also, they announced uh, too yesterday that they will be uh, uh, charging for the first time for admission, 
which is a good next step in um in the game's history and uh, which is in its what year is it is it the fourth year or third year i'm not too sure i think it's a couple of years now it's it's, it's yeah. gone quick it has it has oh how long has it been i don't know all right, all right, you know what? We'll get back to it in that one. Yeah, or someone can tweet I us in. <laughs> yeah, someone can tweet Twitter's in. today. Um, also in the news, uh, Champions League midweek, we're going to have plenty to discuss on that. Uh, the players walked off in a PSG uh, versus the Istanbul Bakasa- Bakasaya. Is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. As Istanbul the, As the fourth official uh, accused of a racist comment, an ugly moment caught on camera for the world to see. The fourth official openly admits to his slur, which caused a powerful joint walk-off by PSG uh, and Istanbul players. So they'd only been playing for about 14 minutes and then all of a sudden there was commotion on the sideline and then the match was shortly abandoned thereafter. Um, Yeah, the players just walked off. So as of today, I'm not sure because I knew they were going to rematch and play the game, maybe possibly the next day. Has that game been done? I'm just trying to look over there. I'm not too sure. I don't. I don't think. Um, no, in my results here, yeah. Okay, so we're still waiting for that one, but I don't think it was a game that was going to cause any, um, like, a top placings. It was. It was only a minor position game. I think it was. I think it. Yeah, but I mean, PSG were fighting for first on the table oh. with Man United. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, I mean, yeah, it's it's not like Besiktas that were going to, you know. Get there. I mean, the the table as it stands for that uh, for that game is PSG's on top, Leipzig's on equal points, but uh, minus one goal difference, um, and United are on nine points. So I think it's no problem for PSG, um, but you know, it's still it's still not good to get a game abandoned. No, no, you don't like to see that. But uh... oh, hang on! I think they did. I think they did play it. Oh, they did. <laughs> yes, they okay. did. Sorry, I'm just looking up on the website now. Yeah, um, PSG won five one. Uh, got hat trick to Neymar and a brace to Mbappe, and uh, Nefmet Topal got a goal for Besiktas. I think that was played overnight. I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, that's all right. Uh, also in the news, we will get into this a little more. A Victorian key forward Jamara. Ugghagen, is that how you say it? Ugghagen. Ugghagen, nice. Dubbed the Buddy 2.0 in comparison with Hawthorne and Sydney star Lance Franklin uh, is is now a Western Bulldog after being taken uh, in number one in the AFL uh, draft. Uh, definitely more to get through in that. Uh, we'll discuss those picks. Um, and that's pretty much the news for this morning. Um, we will get into some cricket next. We'll have the AFL draft and, of course, the Champions League, Premier League, and a bit of bit of a pre A League stuff. I think we we might like to get into as that as that builds up. Yeah, um, before the season commences. Uh, that's all coming up on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Back live from the Sin Studios. This is Coming of Age by Julia Jacklin. Coming of age, Julia Jacqueline on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Back with Sam and James. And time for some cricket, Mr. James. Yes. Now, uh, we've got a bit of interesting cricket news. Um, give me one second. I've just got to get these uh, stats up. 
one second. Well, I can take you through the, the rest of the, the BBL round uh, as it commences its round one. So as we mentioned before, uh, the Hobart Hurricanes defeated, uh, I think, were the, the Sydney Sixers, the Premiers last year. So the, the winners yeah, from last so competition look, upset them in yeah, the first so round. Today, it's the Melbourne Stars and the Brisbane Heat at 7.15 tonight. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the Stars and the Thunder play, because uh, I think they're still in a bit of a hub. Um, that starts at 4 o'clock. So they play tonight, 7.15, and then they play the Sydney Thunder at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, also tomorrow at 7.15, the Renegades and the Perth Scorchers at 7.15. Sundays, the Adelaide Strikers and the Hobart Hurricanes at 2.10. Um, and Sydney Sixers and the Renegades are on Sunday evening at 7.15, and then it continues right through next week. So I think they're still in a bit of a hub format to get a few games through. Uh, so it'll go right through next week as well. Yeah, look, I mean, look, looking at last night's performances from both teams, it certainly showed that, you know, we're going to get some big runs um, and big totals um, going by, you know, the run rates that they were showing. Um, Tim David with Man of the Match from uh, the Hurricanes. Um, if we look at the bowling performances, um, Riley Meredith from Hobart uh, with his four overs got two for 29. James Faulkner was pretty effective with his back-of-the-hand action that he does when he bowls with two for 22. Um, which is pretty good. And then Nathan Ellis and Scott Boland, the ex-Victorian, uh, both got a wicket each. Um, one made Nathan Ellis with uh, one for 37 and Boland one for 39. So I think they came in in the later stages of the game. Um, and then looking at the bowlers for Sydney, uh, Ben Dorsius uh, with three for 38 off his four overs. Dan Christian, another ex-Victorian, um, with three for 36 of his four. Uh, and then uh, Ben Manetti and Stephen O'Keefe with one wicket each. Uh, I think Stephen O'Keefe was that game changer rule I think they've got now where they wear like the yellow cap. I'm not too sure how the rules go with that. Oh, they yeah, really we were reading them uh, a couple of weeks ago. So that one's basically, yeah, like the Gatorade game changer from uh, AFLX. And I think there was two other... Uh, two other rules. Uh, we'll have to get them back up to, to discuss them. I, I discussed them with uh, Jay last time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, look, I'm looking forward to the game tonight uh, with Melbourne and Brisbane. Um, it's going to be it's going to be good because, you know, Melbourne Stars have always got a pretty good lineup, um, and they always do relatively well in the league. Uh, and then they, yeah, they how's that? They play back-to-back games. Um, that'll, you know, That'll put a bit of a, what do you call it? Put a bit of a, what miles in their legs you'd say. Get yep. them, get them yep. nice yep. and fit. Uh, and then the Renegades take on the Scorchers. My Renegades uh, against the Scorchers. I'm keen to see how we play. Got a few new signings. Uh, so to Perth. Got a few losses as well. So to Perth. But it'll be good. That's played in Hobart. Um, or I, I think I think the Scorchers might get over the line here, even though the Gades, you know, because the Gades are missing a quite a few players due to international duty. Um, but no, it's it's looking like it's going to be a good summer of cricket. Um, with you know the Australia A match happening today, the three-day tour match, a uh, bit of a downer with Wilpakovsky missing this due to a concussion. 
Um, he suffered in the first Australia A match, but it'll be good to see Cameron Green uh, take the bat and the ball again and see if he can uh, kind of, you know, give Matt Wade a run for his money because I was listening to uh, another sports station and they were talking about it and they're like, do you, do you bring Cameron Green in just for that, you know, spur of the moment? amazing knocks that he's had and he's, you know, made a couple hundreds and he's done really well for himself where Matty Wade's just that has really done nothing wrong and he's just been sitting there being consistent, being the good cricketer that he's always been, you know, and he's being, and he'd be dropped for nothing. Like, he'd be like, oh, what did I do wrong? You did nothing. It's just this guy made only like yeah, a couple impulse hundreds, you know, we haven't really seen a lot of consistency, so I think if we're going to base it off another two innings, um, if if they bat two innings, hopefully um, we'll see him get four to six innings um, with the bat with the Australian team against you know a full a full strength Indian team. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who gets the selection in uh, Adelaide um, in the near future. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all for cricket, Sammy. Okay, and a bit of basketball news. Um, I was reading this morning, Paul George has signed a mammoth deal with the LA Clippers. Uh, his agent told ESPN it will be worth a guaranteed 300 million Australian over the next five years, with 190 million on top of the 36 million guaranteed in the 2021 season. Uh, I think he made a statement a few weeks ago. He said he wanted to uh, retire at the Clippers, and they're making it happen. Yeah, I'm not, um, I don't know, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in basketball, which is kind of weird, but did you see the, uh, the City jerseys? <laughs> well, that's that finished. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I thought I'd, I thought I'd still be in for my 2K, you know, because the PS5 version of 2K yeah. came out, and it's, uh, it's pretty tasty, I must right. say, um, but, yeah, the City jerseys, you see them, they came out for all the teams, and I've got to tell you, Chris Paul looks pretty pretty good in the uh, in the Valley uh, Phoenix Suns jersey. It looks pretty cool. Nice. It's got like a nice retro kind of like uh, almost like 8-bit like you know gamer like pixelated thing. Really? Okay. For a I mountain and it's called like the Valley because of the Phoenix Valley and stuff like that. Yep. Um, the Arizona Valley not, not the Phoenix Valley. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it looks very cool like that but yeah it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see how uh uh, Lamelo Ball goes with his uh, with his him being drafted to uh, the Charlotte Hornets because you know they're not looking too too not too shabby um, this season so it'd be interesting to see if he gets much game time. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's going to be a good season. I think that there's a lot of hype being brought into it with a few transfers going here and there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for the season to start in December. Well, that's awesome, exciting news. We're going to get to our next song, and then we're going to discuss and break down uh, the AFL draft, of course, the uh, the national draft, and the... Is it the rookie draft? What's the other one? Rookie draft, yeah, that happened draft. yesterday and today, I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, plenty discussing that, all that and more on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning, back live here in the studios at Sin. This is a brand, one, brand new one from Liam Gallagher. This is all you're dreaming of. Liam Gallagher, all you're dreaming of, a brand new one from him. And time to talk some AFL, the draftees. 
uh, the new recruits that we will see across the AFL season next year, uh, which I think is probably going to be a very interesting draft considering uh, a lot of the players probably did not get a lot of game time last year. So I think it's going to be a mixed bag. Um, some teams were pretty interesting with the decisions that they made. Um, I think North Melbourne picked a player, uh, I think that was estimated like pick 70. I think that was the initial uh, count on him and they picked him with like pick 10 or 15 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so a few mixed bags. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those ones again uh, where it's just going to be whoever shines. Well, I mean, that's most drafts really, but I think especially with this one, um, just going to get some game time into the into the players and from what little they've yeah. seen, they've, they're picked. Um, but hopefully it pays off for, for a few clubs. And as we said, uh, number one went to the Dogs, uh, Jamara Ughagen. Ughagen? Ugi, yeah, Jamara Hagen, uh, Oakley Chargers boy, South Warrnambool FC. It's a bit of a uh, bit of a Western man down there. Um, big boy, 195 centimeters, packing at 90 kegs. Um, big forward. I'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to play here because yeah, they're dubbing him the next Buddy Franklin, um, which is a big call. And Bulldogs but... are already already looking good for next year with their, their midfielders and everything. They've really done well in the trade period this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, they're, they're looking the goods. Um, and a bit of a insight to this. Um, the left footer with... Um, he's got he's got a really good goal sense. And last season, he was prominent uh, for the Chargers because he kicked 24 goals in nine games, including 11 in the finals. Wow. Uh, 11 in, in the, the finals. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not too sure. I think Tack Cup works as uh, semi's prelims grand final, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so it's the last eight. I think that's the way that they go, like like ours. But they don't do the, um, they don't do the what do you call it, the second chance. I, I just do you win, ah, you progress, yep, you progress. Yep. Um, but yeah, look so. Going number two, uh, Riley Tilthorpe uh, out of West Adelaide, uh, West Adelaide Eagles in the Sandville and Goodwood Saints as his junior club. Uh, 201 centimetres um, at 100 kegs, big bloke, um, good tall forward, good ruckman, got some good weight on him as well, so he can uh, throw himself around and be really uh, demanding when it comes to you know contests up in fo- in the forward line and. Um, Winning ruck possessions as well, because I think Adelaide are going to need that picking up this year, and they're going to really need to kind of use their youth, because they used it towards the end of last season. You know, you saw lots of boys getting a um, getting a goal, getting a go there, um, which was surprising to see at the start. But then you kind of realised it was a good decision due to how low in the ladder they were, and they needed to yep. light up some young boys and get some experience. So he's um. He'll be good. He um, he missed the under-18 championships last year, though, due to injury, but I think his form is very good um, because he played his last 15 games uh, for West Adelaide in the Sandville, which is a very high level of footy. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that he'll be you know, in good stead with the Crows. Um, pick three, Will Phillips uh, to North. Uh, he's a small and medium midfielder out of Oakley Chargers. Beverly Hill uh, Junior Footy Club in Caulfield Grammar. Um, 180 centimetres, a bit of a shorter one and a bit of a lighter bloke as well, uh, coming in at 80 kilos. Um, really, really good um, 
midfielder because he averaged 27.3 possessions um, in the Vic Metro side in the under 18 championships, um, which, which is good for him. He, you know, at least he's consistent. He's got really good agility. Um, he can run forward and back. So very promising from him. I think Oakley Chargers have blooded some really good, really good young blokes who are coming into the. Uh, coming into the AFL really, really quickly. Uh, pick four, Logan McDonald, Sydney, tall forward at 196 uh, centimetres. Um, kicked 21 goals in nine matches uh, in Perth, came from Perth FC in the Waffle and Aquinas College, which is a private boys' school over there as well. Um, so, yeah, look, kicking 21 goals in nine matches, I mean, you've got to be doing something right to be, uh, you know, be kicking those goals. Pick five. Uh, Braden Campbell from Sydney, um, from Sydney Swans Academy, so they picked him up and they matched Hawthorne's bid for that. Lucky, lucky. Um, out of Pennant Hills and Allies as well. Um, Left-footed midfielder as well, so getting that diversity up in the midfield line for Sydney. Um, Average 19.3 disposals in the Under-16 National Championships a couple years ago. Um, pick six, Denver Grainer Barris uh, from to Hawthorne. Came from Swan Districts in the Waffle and Kalamata FC. Which is his junior club, 194 centimetres, big bloke, tall defender. Uh, that's just what Hawthorne need with a with a couple of players going out this year. Um, they won the under 18 championships um, last year. He played he played in that winning side first time in a decade. So a lot of the players from uh, the Western Australia under 18 side will getting being will be getting a good look in um, for the future. And then Aliyah Hollands. Uh, came in pick seven to Gold Coast, medium forward, uh, Murray Bush Rangers in the NAB League and Wodonga FC, 189 height, big bloke um, when it comes to midfielder, you kind of want that, a little, a little bit more height for him, um, so look, he's a good natural move apparently according to the experts of what they've seen in the under-16s level, um, he played four matches for Big Country, which is good, average 13 points five disposals, so he'll be a good look-in for uh, the Suns, and then Nick Cox um, for the Dons, a tall defender, a plus forward, uh, Northern Knights, Montmorency FC, and Ivanhoe Grammar, 200 centimetres, so a nice tall defender uh, to go into Essendon's forward line, they'll be needing that as well, um, pick nine, Archie Perkins for Essendon, he's the bloke who said he didn't want to leave, um, leave Melbourne because he wasn't comfortable with it, and Essendon's, um, you know, stayed true to that. Came from Sandy Dragons and Brighton Grammar, 188 centimetres from medium forward. Uh, Zach Reed to Essendon, that was the last pick of their first 10 as a tall defender, coming out of Gippsland Power. And another Leon Gathard Parrots boy to the Dons, uh, with Dyson Heppel as the first one. 202 centimetres, um, quite lanky, only 83 kilos, so... It'd be interesting to see if he uh, puts puts some muscle on, uh, as you know, as you know, Sam. Yeah. Uh, defending in the AFL is pretty hard, and you need to be, <laughs> yes. you know, you need to throw yourself around and you know yeah. be be more commanding uh, in the AFL. So yeah, that's a top ten for you. Um, yeah. Well, it's not all really bad. Really good picks. Really good Three picks. Three picks in the top ten for Essendon, so it's not all bad for the Dons. <laughs> not all bad. It's all good. I'm happy with how how this all went. Uh, I was actually looking at quite a few of those boys, and I'm happy that Archie Perkins came because uh, Sandy Dragons boys know how to turn it on, as uh, Andy McGrano's all too well like that. And Brighton Grammar as well. Both went to Brighton Grammar and played with Sandy Dragons. Oh, so, an omen there. Exactly right. Uh, well, we looks at, looks 
forward to seeing the young guys play through next year. But we're going to quickly move on as we are running for time. The Champions League, Premier League, and a bit of the A-League. And just off the top, uh, we will find out the final draw for the uh, round of 16. will be 10pm uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Monday, December 14, to find out. Uh, but the ones we know who are going to make it through, um, seeded, uh, the seeded teams, Bayern, Chelsea, Dortmund, Juventus, Liverpool, Manchester City, PSG, Real Madrid. The unseeded teams are Atalanta, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Lazio, Leipzig, Gladbach, Porto, uh, Sevilla uh, are the confirmed teams. So we'll find out more about that. Uh, but a few other results. Just quickly, Dortmund uh, defeated Zenit 2-1. Club of Bruges uh, drew with Lazio 2-2. Barcelona. Barcelona were wiped off the park by Juventus. Um, and they really showed them up. Bar to Barcelona, I don't have been beaten at home like that in a Champions League game in phew, probably a very, very long time. So that was a big statement, that game. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, the constant battle between Messi and Ronaldo. A lot of people are definitely really spreading the Ronaldo train uh, right uh, now. But, we could uh, go on that for days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll... I'm going to Bob in here very quickly with yeah. Barcelona. They ain't good. Like, it's simple as that. You know, even though they've got Griezmann, um, uh, Pedri, they've got uh, uh, Tiran Cow, they've got Messi, Frankie de Jong, Pjanic in the middle. Um, they just, I don't know. There's something wrong with them. And they're making it through because they're on 15 points and the yeah. club behind them is Dynamo on four points. So they've made it through no matter what. Um, but it's just, oh... You want a team like that to do well. And they came so close to the Champions League final a couple of years ago if it wasn't for Dibok Origi. Um, shout out to him because he's a bloody legend. Um, but, I mean, is their is there Champions League window gone? Mm. You know, is, is, the, is the thought of them ever winning a Champions League or being competitive in that sort of sense... Interesting you know. though, with the with the talent they've got, it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, I think there's a, a lot of deeper problems because, as we know, Messi is not happy um, there. So there's some deeper problems at Barcelona that I'm sure will be um, solved soon, or, or whatever they're going to do. They're going to need to make some changes at the club for sure because uh, the like, culture has just completely changed. Oh, absolutely. Like, to put into perspective for you, Barcelona are sitting ninth in the La Liga, right? Yeah. Real Sociedad, with a team that's got a net worth substantially lower than what Barcelona have, who don't have the amount of players, who have got defenders like Nacho Monreal, who have once played for Arsenal, right? You've got guys like Odegaard as well, who's pretty good as well from uh, Norway, you know, sitting in second where Barcelona should should really be, you know, and you can't excuse Barcelona as well because they've got the firepower and they've got the quality of players to be up there. Mm. You know, they, they lost 2-1 uh, to Caldiz um, on the weekend, you know, and they were playing a pretty good strength side. They had Braithwaite up front, then they had Phil Coutinho, Messi, Griezmann, De Jong and Sergio Busquets in the middle. Was and it their narrow, defense was it? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it, no, you're right. And you know what? Great call. Great call. A-class call. Um, I just, like, when you've got a team like that and you're losing to a team who doesn't usually place in their top four and are currently sitting in fifth getting a Europa League spot, you know, like, it's it's unheard of. And this, I think this year has been a testament to, like, anything can really happen and any team can fall to pieces. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I'm I'm as surprised as anyone else is that they're this bad. But you know, if you go on form and games and stuff, they're just oh, they're bang average. Losing one new at Atletico Madrid, you know, you can't be losing games like that. Even though they've got Joao Felix, who's basically the next Ronaldo for Portugal. Um, you know, you 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 got to be contesting those games. Get a draw out of those games because a couple of years ago that was one of the biggest games in yeah. the league. Yeah. You know, like you get you get a fully packed house at the camp new for that. But, time, um, time will time will tell. Uh, oh, I think. On, I don't know. On the end They're of falling them. apart. Uh, in other results, uh, RB Leipzig three two over Man United, and I was pleased to see Angelino. He has been fantastic in the Champions League, scoring. I can't remember how many goals now, but he's really been up and about. Uh, Angelino. Uh, Sevilla defeated Rennes three one. PSG five one, as you said, over Istanbul. Uh, Bayern 2-0 over Lokomotiv Moscow. RB Salzburg went down 2-0 to Atletico Madrid. Uh, Inter Milan and Shakhtar Donetsk uh, drawed at 0-0. Porto defeated Olympiacos 2-0. Man City defeated Marseille 3-0. Guero back on the score sheet, which is good to see. Real Madrid um, 2-0 over Muchen Gladbach. Uh, Ajax went down to Atalanta. Uh, Medidlyand uh, drawed 1-1 with Liverpool and uh, Dynamo Kiev, sorry, 1-0 over French Avaros and I think I said Chelsea and Krasnodar 1-1 uh, but for the big league I think it's the Champions League really big but um, I think the one that uh, comes home for us that we really love is the <laughs> Premier League And match day 12, some big fixtures this weekend. Uh, Leeds United kick off the round with West Ham at 7am on Saturday morning. Uh, 11.30, Wolves play Aston Villa. Newcastle play West Brom Sunday 2am. Man United and Man City, the Manchester Derby, Sunday 4.30am. Sorry, uh, Everton and Chelsea, Sunday 7am. Southampton and Sheffield. Sunday, 11 p.m., Crystal Palace and Tottenham were 1.15 a.m. Monday. Fulham and Liverpool, Monday, 3.30. Leicester City and Brighton on Monday, 6.15 a.m. And Arsenal and Burnley uh, finish at match day 12, 6.15 a.m. on uh, Monday as well. So what are some standout fixtures for you in match day 12? Uh, you can't go past Tottenham any, any day of the week. Um, they're looking so good. Like, I just, oh, as an Arsenal fan, I'm not really a, you know, a very big Arsenal fan. I'm more of a, I don't know, because I kind of enjoy the league more than I do watching my team play, if that makes sense. I think coming from Australia, it's a bit different. Is that just because um, you're 15th now? <laughs> no, actually not, because at the start of the season, I was the exact same. I took heavy interest really? in Tottenham. I'm like, I shouldn't be taking interest in Tottenham. Maybe I'm not a, like, you know, diehard, bleed for the badge Arsenal fan, if you know what I mean. Because I'm just obsessed with the whole league in general. You know, okay. I was going to Everton I, I, at one stage. I was, you know, even like 
in the North London derby. I was following going for Arsenal, but Tottenham's goal, you cannot get mad at Son's absolute mm. belter of a ball outside of the box. But the one thing you can get angry about is Hector Bellerin stuffing up an one-on-one with the keeper, <laughs> deciding to pass it off to Aubameyang, who's 10 feet in front of the ball. Right? That leads to a counter-attack. Son giving a little dink to Harry M- Harry Kane. Or Harry McGuire. God, that would be bad. Right? And then finishing it. That's what you can get mad at. But yeah. you cannot get mad at this league because it's just producing the absolute goods. Well, I don't know if I can say the same United. I, I could never be happy if they're, they're winning. <laughs> like, I'm... I'm more just like start like astounded and like whoa, okay. this is beyond amazing because Mourinho's done something special here. Um, whether you like Tottenham or you don't like Tottenham, you have to respect like he's a good the he's, he's, he's a good he's manager. Crazy. I'll give him that. For a manager that's cannot... been sacked a lot, he's pretty good. Well, when you think about it though, he's won a trophy by the second season in every club that he's been at. Yep. Right. This year, he's doing the exact same. I mean, I mean, I'm going on my fantasy Premier League. I got 87 this week, right? Due to Son getting a ridiculous uh, amount of points. Shout out to Wilfred Zaha, <laughs> who was playing in the exact same game. He got a couple goals and an assist. Um, but I mean, look, it's it's one of those it's one of those leagues where you just I'm excited to even watch Wolves and Villa because I'm like, okay, it's going to be a good game anyway. Yeah. I, th- I think that's you a know. standout for this round as well. Heavy interest um, in Southampton, Sheffield. Um, yep. Uh, I've got Walker Peters in my in my fantasy as well. Um, Ward uh, Ward Prowse as well. Oh. Big. Um, <laughs> he's Sorry, a player uh, against Villa a couple of weeks ago. Amazing free kick. He's a free kick he's, fanatic. He he's a amazing. player. He's a player. Get him. Get that man 99 uh, free kicks in FIFA. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, his Premier League stats um, 11 goal, 11 games, 10 goals. Um, no, 11 games, four goals. Um, yeah, he's had seven on-target shots. Um, so out of the 10, he scored four. Out of his 10 shots, had four. Um, I mean, he's had, you know, a very consistent run, seeing how many games he's played. Um, you, you just, yeah, I think it's a big win for Premier League this year as to how good the league is. Yeah, no, no I it's love just, it. I love it being opened that it's just it's not the so same entertaining. Four, same three teams or whatever it is. It's it's good that it's really open. Uh, Man City are exciting. Man City are never in the top six. No, you know, but like I'm, you got... ha- I'm happy to be up on the top half of the ladder. Oh, for uh, sure. We've been down Unlike there for a while. Hashtag relegation, so fam. Yeah, Hashtag relegation. Let's go. Didn't you say the start of the year top four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good joke, eh? Do you want to bring those files up for the last oh, show? Oh, you know what? Like, we should. That's fantastic. Crap okay. out of me saying how right. good Arsenal yeah. going to be. Right. That's um, my homework for this week. I think... Oh, don't even. I think uh, Everton-Chelsea, great game. I've yeah. unfortunately taken Hammers Rodriguez out of my squad because he's just not performing. Ever since he got a, a shot into the Kahunas, he hasn't been the same player, um, unfortunately. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, but Leicester-Brighton uh, would be a good game, seeing that Leicester are sitting fourth, one above Southampton. That's crazy to think Southampton could go could go fourth if they get a win here and Leicester get a draw. Like, that's just crazy to think that Southampton, a team that, you know, Birthed Virgil van Dijk and Sadio Mane, you know, are gonna and Theo Walcott, who was once 
you know, fantastic prem player who's now just an old bloke who just, you know, plays Sunday League pretty much. Um, yeah. Still plays Southampton have to know. Um, it's, it's look, it's it's going to be a great game either way for that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can pick a game where you're more excited for one or the other. For me personally, really? I just well, the prem for me this year has just been the biggest win. I know for me, every game from cracker. The derby is an important game. Uh, it's one of those things. Um, uh, it doesn't matter what, even if you were two b- bottom teams or, I mean, mid-table. Uh, the derby is a fantastic game for me. And the Manchester derby, I always look forward to it. I've heard... Unlike uh, the North London derby, when your team's sitting 14th and the other team's <laughs> sitting first, and you know you're going to get opened up like a uh, like a back of softies in Australia. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just always excited about it, so I'm hoping uh, it, it goes well, but it, that's always a big game, an exciting fixture. And uh, it's interesting over there while they're all in uh, lockdown. Um, I think they're out of lockdown now. What? Really? Yeah, people are going out for dinner now and stuff. Oh, well, that was good. So, I think they're out of... And they're allowing 2,000 fans as well per game. What? Really? Yeah. When was this Crazy. Oh, last week, I think. The first game was... Oh, was it Arsenal's Europa League game? I think it was the first game that um, they allowed crowds of 2,000 in. Okay. Um, so they're getting more crowds than Melbourne are yeah. when Melbourne's 42 days corona-free. Uh, in other news, just before we wrap up the show today, uh, the A-League, they're having a friendly Melbourne City and Western United. This will be the fifth outing between them two, I think, fifth or sixth. Um, including yeah. like preseason games, but uh, Western United are getting their fans uh, for a preseason game down at Ballarat on Don't Sunday. No, excited for the big matches because we're not too far away. December twenty seventh, the A League kicks off. Um, exciting. Melbourne City's games thirtieth of December. Cannot wait. Yeah, grand final rematch. Oh, what a game to start off with. Uh, um, but that about wraps us up. We're going to have a massive show last week to end off what has been a crazy, crazy 2020. Um, hoping all three of us will be back here um, next week to finish it off because it's just been absolutely crazy and it was good to bring the show to you today live from the studio. Um, so I hope you've all, in- all enjoyed and we'll be back then. Thank you, James. Thanks, Sam. This has been The Sports Desk on your Friday morning on Sin. <laughs>